Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United United States States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro Pro wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets Talking Pro Wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome to the No Shave Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans and sports entertainment fans, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. I'm Jay Tilly. Jay Tilly. Man, oh man. I am really digging what the WWE is doing, and it might be my WWE brain. Uh, I can't wait to hear you know your thoughts over the last uh, couple days of WWE programming. And man, we are heading to SummerSlam, and all this talk of SummerSlam premium live event, and all in and all out. Man, talk to me. What do you think? Yeah, there's uh, there's at least. Uh... Yeah, I'm pretty pumped about SummerSlam. One thing I'll always give WWE is the fact that they are they don't skimp on their pay-per-views, that's for sure. I'm sorry, yeah. premium live events. Premium. So when, you know, even when I wasn't watching Monday and, and Friday all the time, I still kind of watch the, the premium live events because they, they tend to put on bangers no matter what. So they know how to come out and do their thing and wrestle. And yeah, I don't think SummerSlam, I, there's a few matches on the SummerSlam card, which maybe towards the end of the podcast, we'll do like a SummerSlam preview kind of yeah. recap. 
you know, got to keep them on the hook, keep keep the viewers interested. But we'll <laughs> we'll take a look at that because uh, yeah, there, there's some there's a few matches on that card that I'm really looking forward to. Maybe Heck not yeah. the ones you think either. Uh oh. So yeah, I I think it's I think it's going to be a fun card. Um, we're sitting here watching the WWE setup and um, they're releasing tickets for premium live events in advance, and they're selling out, you know, lickety-split. Well, those are not stadium shows. Those are arena, so it's like indoors, you know, fifteen to 19,000, which is still a lot of tickets. But, dude, it, I think when we, by the time we get to All In, it's going to be 80,000. 80 freaking thousand, and that is, that's freaking awesome. I'm so excited for AEW and what they got going on. Yeah, I... I uh I mean maybe we could save this for our, our Thursday show, but I've got some hesitations on the build for all in right now. You know, there's so last Wednesday and uh collision finally they started talking about it, but I don't see directions they're going yet. Like I, I can guess, but you think with the amount of people buying tickets already and maybe that's why. Maybe they're like, Hey, we've already sold almost eighty thousand tickets. Let's keep everybody in suspense. But I'd like to see some kind of build for it, because this is gonna be in all reality their biggest pay per view ever. So you'd think they'd want to build the hype up and try to get over that ninety thousand, which would be amazing. Uh, man, I, I just can't imagine. But We'll hold that off till Thursday because I am very curious. I have a feeling this AEW 200 uh, episode is going to build some things because there's some matches on there that I could see breaking off into different directions. Yeah. So I'll be curious to see because right now, if you ask me, I have no idea what the Elite's going to be doing. I have no idea. I've got some idea what Punk's going to be doing, maybe. But, you know, are we going to get MJF Adam Cole? Like, there's so many. Eh? So, I'm, you know, we'll see. We'll see, but let's let's keep this focused on the Raw and SummerSlam because, yeah, um, yeah like you said, uh, WWE's got some stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm really digging the Alpha Academy. I think that whole that whole work that's being done, I think it's hilarious. Uh, Master Gable teaching <laughs> Dupree. Uh, of course, we have Judgment Day that is just a license to print money on Monday just like the bloodline is for Friday and kudos to creative and, you know, giving, um, Finn and the crew just, here's your bullet points. And then of course you have the, the worst son on the planet, Ray Mysterio's, uh, devil offspring, but man, he can't even get a word out. He just inhales and they, they're lighting him up. So I, I think it's, I think it's just, I think it's awesome. Uh, looks like we're going to see a little bit of a Shinsuke Nakamura heel turn, which, you know, heel Nakamura, I think, you know, puts him in line for, uh, you know, maybe he has another run with the Intercontinental title so or, what, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So you brought up this thing, Shinsuke Nakamura, and this is one of the things I want to talk about on this show specifically, is that, so they brought Champa back, and I'm thinking, all right, we're going to get a good Champa run. Then he gets the jobber entrance and gets beat. And I was like, what? And so the story they're built, and, and it's been a Shinsuke problem too since he came to Raw. Every ma- Everything he's done has either been a disqualification with the whole Bronson Reed thing and the ricochet back and forth. Now he's doing this thing with Champa. Champa gets the jobber entrance. He's just in the ring. He didn't even get an entrance. And I'm like, what happened to trying to build back up DYI and, and going after Owens and, and Sammy, which everybody was dream dream matching. So I, I had some issues with that. And, and it, I was thinking when they announced that, I'm like, oh, damn, this ought to be really good. And it was, eh, it was okay. So, yeah, I'm a little concerned on, on that build and the, the story they're trying to say there. Maybe it's going to be a slow burner, and when we get to payback, it'll be a bigger, 
like we'll be more invested in it because obviously they're not going to slam it onto the summer. I would think they're not going to put it on SummerSlam, but because yeah. you put those two guys in the ring and give them freedom to do a twenty-minute match. Oh yeah, I can't imagine it being a stinker. Yeah, that would that would definitely be something. The DIY thing, I think that's on hold because Gargano was hurt. Um, so yeah, that that's what I was expecting when, and I think that's what Creative was expecting too when they brought. Um, Champa back in because Gargano wasn't hurt at that time and now all of a sudden they're like what are we going to do with them we can't put them back with the Miz and but yeah I agree I, whatever direction they've they're they're thinking um, I'd be interested to see how it's going to play out I think you know the way they're building Imperium it's you know it's going to keep keep rising keep you know taking the bar to the next level because Gunther is next level now you've got um ludwig getting a you know a little single shine and and getting his stuff in so you know the garganos and the the um alpha academy and and they have to keep they have to keep pace and that's what i think right now is um champa's like well i don't have a i don't come in dancing around i'm i'm pretty much a a, a on the on the smaller side grappler so i think they're just kind of in a holding pattern, holding pattern until Gargano is healthy, and then whatever they figure they're gonna do with the tag team titles with um, Owens being out for real. Yeah, I mean this to to me this makes perfect a perfect opportunity for them to either rebrand the tag team titles or split them, put one on Monday and one on Friday. But yeah, I don't. Uh, I just don't yeah. think WWE has enough tag teams to split them i mean tag team wrestling we know vince has never really liked it and yeah, now i you know the usos are kind of broke up they're doing their own thing new days all out injured yeah. uh diy would have been a good crazy. one but you know you've got the street profits that are teaming up with bobby lashley now so who knows where that storyline's going fun. uh maybe we're gonna get rk bro back um you know you talked about the imperium thing and i kind of got a hint that maybe that's what we're gonna do because with uh ludwig winning clean I was kind of surprised because usually those guys are in there to take the beating. And yeah. I was like, okay. So I thought maybe we're building for Randy to come back and we'll have RK Bro back. And then I'm thinking, all right, well, that would be a good move. I, I would like to see Sammy and Kevin, depending on how long Kevin's out. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember seeing anything on the status, uh, how long he's going to be gone. It was something to do with his ribs, right? Bruise or no. Was it storyline right. ribs? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious to see that. I just I, splitting it and putting on two different, you know, two different. I just don't think that they have enough tag teams to be able to do two different tag team champions. Um, I think they barely have enough to do three singles or four singles champions right now, but <laughs> they're they're making it work. And then speaking of that, man, yeah, that Gunther Gable match, I had an issue with the whole five minute timer thing and it running out, and then Gunther demanding to continue it. But at the same time, it was one of those issues that I was okay with because I wanted to see those guys go more because that was an absolute master class in babyface wrestling from Gable in hard hitting, just straight up in ring action. One of the better matches I've seen on WWE for a while, for sure. Yeah, Gable's been putting it in since, you know, I would say he really raised his bar right around the time of the Cody match. Oh, now, yeah, I forgot about that know, one. Alpha Academy is getting, they're getting a little more uh, screen time. Thank you is uh, really starting to get over. And now he's having, 
you know, he's in there with probably the, one of the most dominant intercontinental champions in, you know, the last, you know, two decades and uh, not that much longer until he breaks the uh, Honky Tonk Man's record. So we're about to see a new uh, new record setting world championship reign by Roman Reigns and then um, breaking the Honky Tonk Man with Gunther, which, you know, he's making the title just he's just making it awesome um, with Seth being the fighting champion. I, I don't it's. I almost feel like the Intercontinental title and the world title right now are equal, and it wouldn't take much for Gunther to make that championship more prestigious than the world championship that Seth is carrying around, which really sucks because, you know, they painted themselves into a corner, but... See, I what are you gonna do? I disagree. I, I think Gunther's already pushed that title higher because Seth came out and said he wanted to be this fighting champion. He's defended it three times. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. And he's done tag team matches and other stuff. So I was like, he made this big speech. I was gonna defend it every week and he's gonna do this and that. Workhorse champion. And yeah, I was trying to think the other day. I'm like, I can't tell you the no shit title defenses he's had that I was like, oh, that was a good one, except for Finn Balor. So where's the workhorse? Like, I don't know. I just didn't see it. And whereas Gunther, I feel like, is coming out and, and doing a workhorse title, and he's putting on really good matches, man. The, again, I can't stress enough, if you did not go out and see that Gable-Gunther match, minus the five-minute time limit thing, go watch it. I, it made me want to go... <laughs> Okay, I hope Gunther retains, which you know we'll talk about here in a few minutes. And I want to see Gunther and Gable in a 25-minute, you know, all-out Intercontinental Championship match. Hell, I'm at the point now where I'm I'm okay with Gable wins it. I think it'd be okay to have him take it from Gunther, and then you've got Gunther freed up to go after whoever, maybe Cody next, or you got Gunther freed up to go after the championship, and then you set up for Cody for WrestleMania in that championship. By the way, tickets go on sale for WrestleMania. Saying, buymeacoffee.com to help us uh, fund that. But <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, man, Philadelphia, we got to go get some cheese steaks. Oof. So I, I got to ask you something serious though. So when we do go, are we going to get the cheese steaks from both the places to argue about who's the best, and then we'll do a live oh. review and say, okay, we we've to. decided. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to. We can't uh, go in there and just you know. Because it's on the same side of the street that we're walking down. No, no, no. We gotta. You gotta get we gotta, them both. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not for me. We, it's uh, for science. <laughs> we, we look at so when we did Forbidden Door at Chicago. This is first like one of the main things we did is like, all right, what foods do we want to get? All right, I want a Chicago yeah. dog. We want Chicago pizza, yeah. and we kind of <laughs> end our days around that. And I was like, all right, Philadelphia cheesesteaks. All right. All right, Philadelphia cheesesteaks yeah. and cheesecake. So we need to get some of that too. I'm like, all yeah. right, all right. We got some food to go in Philadelphia. And Heck then next yeah. year, uh, what are the, have they said where next year is going to be? I know there's rumors out for next WrestleMania, but I thought they said wait, Orlando and Tampa were in the running. I don't remember now. Yeah, I don't remember. Michigan maybe? I'll have to look it up. I, I know there were rumors out there about where it was going to be, but because I'm like, Tampa, Orlando, they don't have any good yeah. food that I can think of. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say. I think I thought it was. I thought it was Tampa. Um, I thought it was Tampa. And if they did it in Orlando, they could do it at the uh, Camping World Stadium there. That's where they hold all the the bowl games and stuff. Which yep. is it's a pretty nice stadium. Parking is. I don't. 
I mean, yeah, that would be wild right there. But, uh, yeah, hopefully they do it in Tampa. I mean, the WrestleMania post-COVID was there, so maybe they want to spread it out a little bit more. But, um, no, I think, uh, you know, Monday Night Raw definitely – you know, got, got me interested. I was, while with, we were talking, I remembered there's this thing called the internet. So oh, <laughs> the interwebs. I, I looked it. <laughs> it up. WrestleMania 41 U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota, Vikings uh, hometown, is the rumored Ooh. location right now that they're in talks nice. with. Uh, with the backup That's being nice. possibly AT&T Stadium or Oof, SoFi. Well, I don't see them going back to SoFi. Yeah. Man. But yeah, I guess the Minnesota Vikings is the uh, head headliner right now is the main the main thing yeah i was like wait i could just do this thing called google it <laughs> instead of sitting yeah. here going oh, i don't remember where it is yeah <clears throat> but sorry yeah, but, go uh, ahead you were saying something you know no yeah so the night uh got me interested a little bit more in the logan paul ricochet huge ricochet fan i gotta talk about lucha underground every time i get on <laughs> uh, if you haven't had a chance to go look i went and watched some taya valkyrie matches um, I watched, uh, I saw their Thunder Rosa was on for a little bit. And then I ended up stumbling across a match with Rey Mysterio versus Will Osprey. And I just, I froze. I felt like I was a deer <laughs> in the headlights and I was just watching this, like, this is freaking phenomenal. But, uh, you know, the WWE and, you know, creative with Ricochet and Logan Paul, I think it's going to be a great match. I think they're going to tell them uh, when you're done flipping, flip a little more. So they're going to get in. They're going to get in an aerial attack, and it sucks because I think Ricochet is going to take the L because uh, Logan Paul, big money, he's got to get a win um, because he's lost the last three matches. So kind of yep, a bummer. I agree. I I was okay with the Logan Paul Ricochet stuff last week. I thought this week they kind of made Ricochet look like a little biatch, like mm-hmm. so. Logan's being all his heel stuff, and then he offers the fist pump. Ricochet does it, but then Logan Paul says something about his girl, so he goes to defend her honor and gets knocked out. I'm like, that's not a good thing, man. Like, no, he should have. I don't know. They just should have done something a little different. And the implications of you know Ricochet's girl calling out his name and all that I thought was a little untasteful. But uh, yeah, I just because I was in for it. Like, I, I agree. I think the match. Uh, you know, is going to be an amazing banger. And I think it's going to be one of those uh, as anti AEW people say a spot fest kind of match, because I feel this is going to be kind of like a Vikingo, you know, Omega kind of match where it's going to be, well, maybe not Omega because neither one, well, neither one are on the level of either one of those in my opinion, but that kind of match, we're going to have spot after spot where it'll be high paced and and exciting, which is going to be interesting because the card itself has got some, it's got so many variety of matches on this card. I'm really looking forward to summer. Heck, we could roll right into talking about the preview if you want, because I, I think this is going to be a hell of a show. I think they've done a really good job of, like I said, you've got the spot fest kind of match coming on. Then you've got Gunther and Drew, which I cannot wait, even though I think Drew's going to take the L. I think Gunther wins it, just like you said, to get that that, uh, that, uh, record, the history record there. Then you got Brock and Cody, which I'm surprised they haven't stepped up. I really thought it was going to be a stipulation match on that, but if they're going to go one-on-one, that's fine. Then you got the triple threat match. So there's quite a bit to go over. So I'm cool if we want to go, you know, maybe spend the last uh, 20 minutes of the podcast kind of talking about what we're going to see at SummerSlam, what your predictions are, and who you think uh, is going to go over. Let's do it, man. I uh, I appreciated Monday Night Raw. I thought it was a good show. 
I, I slapped it with three beards and it got me interested more in a, in a storyline that I already enjoy because Logan Paul made it personal when he, yeah. you know, talked about Ricochet's uh, girl. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in, I can't wait. And, uh, yeah, three beards for uh, Monday night raw. Yep. I did. Uh, I did three beards also. It was uh, decent. I wasn't one of the best draws I've seen, but it was good for a raw, uh, like I said, that I think I was probably leaning towards more of the two, two and a half until the Chad Gable uh, Gunther match because that yeah that was so good. Uh, e- even the main event kind of went meh to me because it was very predictable what was going to happen with the Judgment Day and everything. But um, before we get onto that, the main event, the handing over the briefcase to uh, Damian Priest <laughs> to to cash in, I get what they were going for i just didn't think it was very well performed if that makes sense like i i understood it was me like oh do i really want him to win this but at the same time he didn't like pause enough or he didn't kind of like hold it back enough there was it was just it didn't come off as well as i think it was supposed to or i'm reading it wrong and it wasn't supposed to come off that way at all and they're all on the same page and and that's going to be that because he kind of here you go let's do it so maybe they're getting away from teasing breaking up the judgment day which i'm fine with because i think they're good and they should keep the stable we're going through a big breakup right now with the bloodline so keeping them together for a while i don't think it's a big deal but i just want to before we moved on to the summer summer i wanted to get your opinion on that because i thought it was just very strange yeah the instead of a half a heartbeat that he paused it should have been more of a noticeable almost to the point where the crowd would go <gasps> and you you know you'd be able to get that almost audible sound where where the crowd is like oh oh he did it he gave it to him okay um but yeah i it, i thought it was odd that finn ran back yeah to uh you know away from ringside and i liked how they played finn sort of against himself and you know the the confliction after you know episode after episode nope we're good here we're good here now we're gonna start seeing you know the sort of the the nicks and chinks in the armor but now like you said which i think is a perfect you know uh perfect part of the art or the suspended belief is well they have to have a stable that because we're going to lose bloodline now it looks like we're going to get the hurt business 2.0 and what would be awesome is if we were to get hurt business 2.0 with bianca bell freaking air Agreed. that would be sick and that I, would be I could see that happening because of all the good stuff we're getting from the judgment day and rhea ripley so mcmahon or Papa H or whoever sitting in the back could go, hey, this is working to have a female in the in the mix. Let's do it. And then you could have, you know, 2.0 versus Judgment Day, and you've got an even oh, even setup of a stable. And now you got Bianca and Rhea, and then you could do the Street Profits versus Dom and Finn, and, and mm-hmm. you know, Bobby Lashley versus Priest. Like, all those spinoffs would be fantastic. The Now I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent before we get The thing that really <laughs> irritates me about the whole Seth Rollins Finn Balor thing is the story is good if they wouldn't have pretended it never happened like up until now. Like I remember Seth Rollins and Finn Balor being a tag team. I remember them palling around and having a good time. So now he's doing these promos talking about how, oh, for seven years I've hated you and I want it. I'm like, yeah, but have mm. you? Like it Yeah. I don't think that's true, Finn. Now you could probably get it now that he's got the belt. It's motivated more, but I just like, that's my only complaint about the, I love that they're re 
hashing that story and then hey you put me out and you know i held i was the first ever universal champion i held it for 24 hours and had to relinquish it but don't like treat me like i'm a goldfish i remember them being a team i remember them working together and you know not grumpy finn rah, rah, rah. he was happy finn for a while <laughs> so like him coming out and saying i've been you know, I looked in the mirror every day for seven years. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's every day. true. Every, <laughs> maybe since your buddy won the briefcase, but yeah. not every day. <laughs> so yeah. that that was that, that's all I wanted to touch on that because I was just a little irritated at that when he gave cut that promo. But I still think their match is gonna be great at SummerSlam. So let's yeah, roll into that then. I, let's talk SummerSlam. Yeah. Oof, yeah, let's go. Where do you want to start? Uh, the the outstanding battle royal. I mean, hey, if that is the only way that you're going to get my guy, L.A. Knight, on the damn SummerSlam, this guy needs to have a rocket. Instead, he's over here, like, standing on a piece of paper to get higher. Like, that's not much higher, man. Nope. But, I, yeah, he's got to get uh, – he's got to come out the either winner or the last guy thrown out and go into a program with who's ever going to be the winner. And, you know, I just hope it's not Lashley. <laughs> oh. Last time we saw him was in yeah. a damn battle royal. So, um, damn. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, I'm looking forward to getting the, I think you'll get all the jitters out if that was what was going to open. Um, but, yeah, I think if LA Knight doesn't win it, we have really, really missed the mark on uh, Mr. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Maybe that's something we could talk about in another podcast is what, why he's not getting that push. I wouldn't mind like maybe trying to deep dive into that a little bit. Like what, what is it? It is, is it, we like the catchphrase and everything, but the ring works not as good. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'd be curious to hash it out with you. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Maybe in the future to come, we will discuss this. There we go. Oh, we should totally do one of most overrated and underrated uh, wrestlers because there's a couple that I think are like Darby Allen, I think is one of the most underrated wrestlers there is. Mm. And then LA Knight. No, I'm not going to say he's overrated because I really like him too. But I think there's a couple overrated wrestlers that I'm like, really? But yeah, <laughs> I'll pencil that down. We'll have to hold that one when our schedule's free up more. We can cut some more of those uh, candid conversations. Yeah, yeah. But I'm aligned. I think it's going to be LA Knight also. Uh, I do love that it's the Slim Jim, and I really hope they do something with Macho Man in it. Like, oh my give God. me a snap into a Slim Jim or something, because yeah. as soon as they said that's the first thing I thought about was, oh, they're doing a Macho Man Battle Royal. No, it's Slim Jim, but you know it's the first <laughs> thing you think of. Oh yeah, snap into a Slim Jim. I just I yeah. like immediately got nostalgic when I heard that, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, have, uh, 
maybe they have you know someone from you know WWE past. Um, what was um, McMahon Hornswoggle? Have Hornswoggle come down uh, dressed like a little macho man or something, <laughs> um, and then he gets you know he gets thrown yep. out immediately, and he just sits there and like snaps snaps to do a slim jim. <laughs> Yeah. Or hell, have LA Knight come out carrying a Slim Jim, dressed like Macho oh, Man. man. You know, oh. have the tights and everything the color of the Macho Man's. And, and if you want to really pop the crowd. But uh, then we've got the MMA rules match with Ronda Rousey and Shannon Baszler. Fantastic job on Raw building this feud. Absolutely loved those video packages. Love the pictures of them being friends. Love the story of, oh, you can live free with me, but you got to get beat up every day. I loved all that. I thought, <laughs> yeah. what a way to build it. Like, it made me want to go, I don't want to see this in WWE. Let's see this in UFC. Like, I want to see this fight. So the fact that it's an MMA rules match, I'm very curious how they're going to tiptoe around this. Yeah, with, you know, Ronda Rousey being a Hall of Famer, um, the baddest woman on the planet, and on her way out from the WWE, you have to assume, I know spell assume makes an ass out of you and me, but uh, I think Shayna goes over. She uses Ronda's... Um, elbow lock, and Ronda is never seen in a WWE ring again. I agree. I think uh, I'm right there with you. I think it's going to be Shayna, and I think she beats her. Yeah, maybe by the armbar. If not, she'll choke her out. Um, but you know, the rumor is Ronda wants to go back to UFC and do some real fighting, as she said. So I'd uh, be curious to see how that all turns out. But wow. Yep, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, and hopefully this will be what we could push Shayna Baszler to because it's interesting because I think when she turned on Ronda, everybody expected Shayna to become the heel and everybody would cheer Ronda. And I think it's a good job that they pivoted against that and we're like, okay, well, everybody kind of cheered when she beat up Ronda, so we'll flip it. And because now you can have a face. Shayna Baszler and a heel Rhea Ripley down the road and tell me that's not a match that would be just hard hitting and fantastic to see because I think you're going to get probably Raquel Rodriguez and and Rhea at probably payback but then you could totally build up Shayna over the next few months and you could even have Shayna and Rhea I think that's a Wrestlemania match if they build Shayna right for sure yeah I didn't even know I wanted to see that until right now (laughs) like that's you know that's awesome those two have stayed away from each other because their you know trajectories have taken them in different directions but i i'm i'm right there with you i think Shayna is awesome her being able to sort of show her her ability to talk on the stick is awesome and this this is going to be a great you know passing of the torch to um you know from ronda to Shayna. And I hope this is just the start of the build. And yeah, like you said, you know, five, six months down the road, we're uh, in a town that, you know, we may be in. And, you know, maybe not because, you know, I want to see the the women main event one of the nights. And I don't know, you would really have to build Shayna next level. Um, But I, I definitely think, you know, one of the women's titles needs to be, especially just the quality of matches that, that Rhea has put on in in the past. Um, you're always getting awesome matches um, from you know, I, and I'm a big Mia Mia Kim fan. Um, I think she's you know she puts on great matches. So um, you know the women's champion and the undisputed champion, both you know they're both putting on great matches. So I'm uh, yeah, I'm I'm right there. It'll be fun. Yeah, 
yeah, I think think it's going to be a good one. And like I said, hopefully strap a rocket to Shayna and take her take her to the moon on it. Especially mm-hmm. watching those video promos. Like I always kind of was like, she's not really good on the mic. Don't put her on the mic. Do those pre preset interviews because it felt real. It felt raw. When she got emotional, I'm like, up until when she got mad and stormed out of the room, I'm like, all right, that was a little overboard. <laughs> <laughs> but because that didn't feel as real as everything else felt pretty real. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. Then you got Logan Paul and Ricochet. We kind of touched on it a little bit. I'm aligned with you. I think it's going to be a, a high flying adrenaline rush kind of match. And I think uh, Logan Paul goes over because you have to put him over. I don't right. see putting Ricochet over personally. So yeah, yeah. unfortunately not right now. So then we've got one of the matches that I think could be match of the night. And that's Gunther and Drew McIntyre. Mm. I think this is going to be a hard-hitting. I'm glad to see them both one-on-one. Kind of wish it was Sheamus and Gunther, and you were giving it to Sheamus to let him have all those titles. But I'm okay if it's uh, if it's Gunther and Drew. I think it's going to be a really good match. Gunther is just so good. Every time I see him, I'm like, he is, he's really good. And yeah. I think he comes out the winner in this match just because I think they're going to try to break the record because they want to refresh all their record books and blah, blah, blah. Uh, however, could give it to Drew too. I just my only thing is they've booked it to where so Drew's been gone. You've built him up as like oh this returning hero, and then you're gonna beat him. Yes, it's WWE, so that's probably how it's gonna go. Yeah, but you know I, I yeah I think I think it's Gunther whether it's with shenanigans on the outside or uh, clean. I don't, I'm not sure. Probably with the shenanigans just to protect Drew a little. But the only thing if you do shenanigans, then you got to set up a rematch, and now you're running a longer. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. I, I definitely see Gunther winning. I just don't know if it's going to be clean or not. So if there's shenanigans in the back, that means that he's going to have to align with someone. And right now he's with Riddle, which means it'd be Riddle, um, Drew, and a returning Randy freaking Orton. So yeah. um, that that would be a lot of fun. Do you want Randy in the ring against Imperium outside of Gunther? You know, he'd be the one obviously elevating the talent and giving them the rub. So it um, that would be a lot of fun just to see the return returning Randy because I think he's he's going to return in the same character he was when before yeah. he got hurt only because that was you know that was uh, what Randy referred to as having fun. Right. So, but I think the I think Drew I could see shenanigans like you said, but then it builds up a um like a rubber match essentially or another match which then could be good because then he beats honky tonk man's record and then drew is the one that takes the title he continues to elevate the title um and then gunther goes off against seth or whoever the world champion is because i mean you get imperium as the tag team champions um <laughs> his fingers right here uh <laughs> was so you, get, good. you know get them as tag team champions and and gunther you could clearly easily all day uh twice on monday see gunther uh, wearing that world heavyweight oh, championship he's 100%. he's got the presence he's got the it and you know now that he's got the new figure you know he's he looks just shredded yep and uh yeah i think that'd be an easy sell so i think gunther comes out the victor good chance there's some shenanigans that way it sort of protects uh mcintyre a little bit because like you said he's the returning hero Yep. Yeah, and then, you know, the rumor is uh, Dragonoff is supposed to be joining Imperium too. So you bring RKO back, and then they got one more. With KO being out, you could bring Seth over, you know, and now you're setting up the program that could turn out Gunther and Seth. Or you bring Sammy over. Oh, yeah. You know, there, there's some options they've got for sure. 
Or you bring Cody to help, although he's not really tied with any of them. Yeah. Well, the only one that would be tied anyway would be Seth, because he and Randy kind of had some run-in. I don't know. But yeah, because, you know, they bring, man, now you're building war games and all kinds of good stuff that can come out of this. <laughs> Give me the pencil, boss. I want to write. Yeah. I want to predict. I want to write. Let me go. I miss this. I miss us talking about this and planning it out. <laughs> and and now we're still sitting here. Where the hell has Brown Breaker been? Yeah. So is, yep. is he going to be one that's going to show up? Probably at the Battle Royal. Um, he If he were to throw LA Knight out, Brown Breaker wins the Slim Jim Battle Royal. He's, you know, elevated. Now he's in a program. But how do you get LA Knight, you know, being elevated? Yeah. So th- this is, that's, uh, hmm. Back to the Battle Royal. God dang it. Yep. But no, I think uh, little shenanigans, and that's going to be interesting with Dragunov because I thought for sure he was going to beat Carmelo for that world title. But if um, you know Carmelo may stay down there a little bit longer till they build someone else up to uh, take the title with Braun Breaker getting ready to transition over and um, you know whoever they think is the next guy. I thought it was Dragunov, but um, maybe not. Yeah, rumor has it they're pull- they're calling him up, so that might be might be why he didn't win it. And it was his last hurrah, and they're gonna they're gonna call him up, and then uh, right maybe on. they're gonna build Gable Stevenson. Just talk about one of the worst <laughs> debuts ever. Seriously. Like, uh, anyway, oh. so then you get the women's championship match: Oscar, Charlotte Flair, and Bianca Belair. Mm. You know, I I've always I uh, I feel like they forget Oscar's the champion because I feel like this match is all about Bianca and Charlotte. However, I think Oscar's gonna win it. Yeah, I think I think Oscar. I think they get so mad at each other and are inner fighting that she's going to slip in and get a win. And we're going to get EO Sky versus Asuka down the road. And I cannot wait for that match. This match, I'm not a Charlotte Flair guy. I don't, speaking of overrated, underrated, I think she's overrated. I think, yep. and I can't pinpoint it because she used to be very good. Like, I remember some of her matches with Bailey and Sasha Banks and uh, Becky but now I'm starting to wonder if those three were really good and maybe not as much her. Because then I think of matches like the Nia Jax match and the Rhea Ripley match originally where it just looks sloppy. No, that one actually... I don't. The Ronda match, that's what I meant. The Ronda match, it just... Everything looked kind of sloppy. So now I'm like, is her heart really not into it? Because even the feud right now, like she's cutting promos and she's losing herself. She is the in-ring work. I forgot who she took on. Uh, I think it was last week, but I just felt like she was just there and didn't really want to be there. Maybe it was EO Sky she took on. I just felt it was just kind of like, I don't know, man. I yeah, I'm not I, a huge Charlotte like, fan right now. Yeah, it felt like this was one of her contractually required appearances. Yeah. And she just kind of went through the motions, which sucks because, you know, EO Sky is EO Sky. And then she has the briefcase and then you treat her that way. So I was just like, yep, come on, man. You got to We got to do a little bit better. And, you know, there's a, a lot of superstars on the WWE roster. And, you know, she could be doing, you know, just like John Cena and some of the and um, Kurt Angle would do the. The, the open ring or, op, you know, open uh, United States championship and people would come out. I think that could be something that that um, she could have done instead of doing EO that way. I'd, yeah, I, I, I don't dislike Flair, um, but I think right now she's just there to win two more championships and she probably heads over to um, AEW with with her hubby. So, 
Yeah, if she does that, because I heard she wants to get into bodybuilding and stuff. Like, I almost feel like she doesn't have a passion for wrestling, just from the performances I've seen. So, you know, you say the AEW thing, and I'm like, I don't really want to see her in AEW. I don't particularly... I I did. I used to think it would be great to see her in Brit and all that, but now I'm just like, first of all, AEW's booking women like crap, too. So, until they get a good women's decision working, maybe. But, yeah, yeah, because... Even look at it like the Tony Storm matches. Like Tony Storm is amazing in yeah. AEW, and then I remember looking at like the WWE stuff, and I was like, "Why are we up on Tony Storm?" And then I'd look at her NXT. Oh, okay, or her UK stuff. I'm like, "Oh, she's really good." And then yeah, the UK two pie Tony or whatever they called her. I was like, "Come on now." Yeah, that was that was crap. I'm glad uh, I'm glad they released her and allowed her to you know get get healthy and get her mind right and yep. you know to now um you know be a two-time women's champion and just freaking awesome so yeah they're gonna I have cannot... a banger on uh on smackdown or uh, smackdown oh. on uh dynamite her and Sheeta. yeah that'll be a good one yeah i but just keep waiting podcast. like i think you know wwe is able to sell wrestlemania by name alone yep and from here on forward, the just the talk of all in will immediately provoke, you know, sixty thousand tickets or, you know, whatever. So I think Assuming they put on a good show. So oh, this could how, flop. Like, they could do seventy thousand something oh, people and man. put on an awful card and then that won't happen. If they do the right things and book it right yeah. and put on a show that like Forbidden Door now, you say Forbidden Door and it's selling pretty quick. That, so, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I agree. As I, long I as think a, if they do it yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's not one of those wonky, silent crowd, which I don't know how eighty thousand people couldn't be loud, but yeah. um, you know, like the um, the show in Vegas oh, when double or it nothing, was just yeah. like wah wah. Yeah, you know they were tired and you know whatever, but man, you gotta you gotta bring it for for stuff like that, especially you know. And I don't want to say, oh well, you can get away with it with um, Peacock with the subscription. Because you're only paying ten bucks a month, and that's one of the perks. Whereas when you sit down and you drop, you know, fifty, sixty bucks, and I watch it on my laptop. Uh, some people are watching it on TV, or you know, however you're you're catching it. But I think, um, yeah, I, I don't see how you know SummerSlam is going to sell itself. All In will forever sell itself uh, just by name alone, and I and I'm super excited to see you know what they've got going on. But this card coming in a stadium in Detroit is really going to be, whew, it's going to be awesome. I would love to see Matt Cardona show up too. <laughs> you just want him to awesome. show up anywhere seriously but are you alone you think oscar's got this one? Oh yeah yeah like you said i think uh they'll you know they'll and for us oh, i can't hear you yeah i missed most of what you said except for the oscar part <laughs> Your oh audio the most cut out dan- on us. <laughs> the the most dangerous move in all of wrestling the surprise roll up i think is what's going to get oh. her the victory because uh bianca and uh, charlotte are going to get so distracted with each other yeah yeah i agree uh, then we got uh, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor. Uh, pretty cut and dry. Pretty sure it's going to be Seth Rollins. I would be surprised if it's not, if it's Finn. But at the same time, that makes for an intriguing storyline with the money in the bank. So yeah. <laughs> do we see Finn and Seth have a hell of a match and then Damian Priest cashes it in because he keeps saying he's going to cash it in? Or because that would be kind of cool. They have a, a hell of a match, beat the hell out of each other. Rollins gets the pin barely. Damian cashes in wins. And now you got Finn looking at him like, well, I did all the hard work. Like, all you did is come yeah. and get the pin. So definitely some intri- intriguing aspects of that. But I do think it's going to be Seth Rollins walking out as a champion. Yes, sir. I, I totally agree. And, you know, this. I don't think this will be the end with, um, with Seth and Finn somehow. 
um, trying to back book what, you know, what could happen. Cause you know, Finn was so pissed and you, you know, you ruined my career and, um, made it really, really personal. So I, I don't, I don't think this is the, this is the end. It'll end some way to enable. So Seth ends up getting DQ'd for some, for something, but it really was Damien's fault or, you know, um, Rhea or somebody, yeah. but yeah, I think Seth wins by DQ and that enables, uh, Finn to get one more crack. And that would probably be when Damien would cash in, but it would, it would have to be just right to not upset judgment day. Cause that's going to be right as the bloodline is either no more or whatever the new configuration is mm-hmm. after this tribal after this tribal match, so it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting coming out of this. Uh, just like we were always talking about um, coming out of WrestleMania or after um, what is it? Payback after what's the after uh, WrestleMania? What's the next one? Backlash. Backlash. Yeah. So yeah, I think you know this this will really reset some storylines. I, I think this is gonna be this is gonna be a good one right here. Yep. I agree. I think it'll be a decent match, and yeah. So next is this little dude named Cody Rhodes uh, finishing a story against Brock Lesnar. Cody, Google that. Yeah, Google that. Phone. He's not over at all, so I don't. (laughs) I don't even know why. Why he's got a SummerSlam match? Who's this? I almost just went. Whoa! (laughs) Just saying. Man, the nightmare (laughs) is going to be a nightmare for the Beast Incarnate and. old Cody is going to come out the victor and um do you think they juice in this match oh yeah I do yeah. too I think I think both of them me yep me too I, I think both of them are going to let her rip and um yeah Cody's Cody's going to get it in there's definitely going to be plus or minus one of the announce tables is going yep. to be gone uh at least one set of stairs is going to go flying. I thought, like you said, I thought it was going to be a stipulation match, a, a cowbell or a um, bull rope match or a, or a strap match or something. So I I don't um, I agree with you. I don't think it's just going to be a regular match because he keeps talking about I want to fight. So we'll we'll see what what uh, Brock ends up bringing out of the American Nightmare. But but you know they're they're both going to bleed and, uh, and Cody's going to come out the victor though. Yeah, I agree. I think Cody comes over, and it, and it could be that Brock and Cody have talked about it, and they're just going to put Cody over clean and give him that push, which would be a really big rub because not many people awesome. go over clean over Lesnar ever. So it'd be interesting. Undertaker never did. <laughs> yeah, you know. So talk about a huge rub if he does that. Uh, I hope that's what happened. I hope it's not like a surprise roll up or something, or he, I don't know, something goofy. Like I hope it's a. Hits him with a crossroads, one, two, three, gets the pin, or makes him tap. Yeah. Something something like that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> man, if he ah man, if he gets the tap out of you know, out of the figure four, shoo, yep. that would be a huge feather in Cody's cap. And really, man, that is that's solid. I, I was thinking just get the victory um and get out of there alive and he'll be there, he'll be on Monday Night Raw. So what do you want to talk about? And who's the next one in the, um, you know, in the progression of Cody? And well, that's what I was going to ask you. So do you think after this Brock feud's over, do you think he goes for Rollins or because we saw that Mm. after the last one, Rollins came out and said he's going to fight anybody and he Cody comes out, but then Brock's music. So he leaves. However, with the 
Judgment Day stuff going on. Do you insert Cody into that right now? Does Cody win this match but takes a couple weeks off because he's hurt? Like, I'm just curious how they're going to do this. Yeah, I think you're going to want to capitalize Cody beating Brock. But as a babyface, you could also get a little more sympathy where Brock shows up on Monday and is like, Cody, you may have got me. I'm not going to forget this. And then he goes and like messes someone else up and then moves into a program. Not with like, not with Lashley or, you know, anyone like that, but he, you know, he slips into a program or maybe they both go away. I think, I think Lesnar needs to be on to add some credibility to Cody getting, getting over and going over. Yeah, this is, this is, this will be a good one. Cause this is extremely critical to the build to finishing the story. So yeah, I, I, I think he goes over, he gets over, but how, and then what's the next step? Cause I don't think you have him in a program right now with Gunther because Gunther has the intercontinental title right. and Cody's not going to win the intercontinental title. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's a good one. I, I, <laughs> I yeah yeah I don't I don't know unless you're gonna stretch this out even further like do you have Brock go over and then set up a stip match but I just think mm. I think if you do that you're dragging it out too far to yeah. the point where like all right like we get it he's beat him up in front of his mom he's this and that so I don't think yeah I, I think Cody has to win this but then again we all thought mm -hmm. Cody had to win at WrestleMania so oh, too soon, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I just don't know what's next for him after this, which I guess we shouldn't know, right? Like, that's the whole point of the booking yeah. and what they're going to do. Uh, yeah, so curious curious on that one, but I, I'm aligned with you. I think Cody wins, uh, whether it's uh, – hopefully it's not by that surprise roll-up like he got him with the first time. Um, you know, the second time he passed out, not tapped out. So, yeah, they got to have a clean ending to this, and, and we'll see what they do. Uh, but, yeah, I'm aligned. I think Cody yeah. gets it. Or if they if they do want to drag it out, they're battling. They're battling. Um, Brock goes or Cody goes through the table or the announced table. Um, Cody is fighting and they go over the railing and now they're fighting in the crowd. They get counted out. Yep. And now they can go to payback and Cody's going to get payback for. Brock Lesnar costing him the inaugural world championship. He gets the win, and now we start the trajectory of finishing the story. Yep. But who who is next? Is it? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of who I, who would be a daunting task for um, Cody to get you know to, to get past. Is it? Does Randy return? And you know, I'm the legend killer. I'm this. I'm that. You're no legend. But then you're ruining you know, RKO's yeah. return. So yeah, I don't, yeah. I think you uh, nailed it though. I, now that you say this, I'm wondering if you're right, if this goes to a no contest, either time limit, draw, count out, something to that effect, because I don't see anything in the horizon for Cody. Like I could see stretching it out to payback and making it a no disqualification, false count anywhere, whatever you want to call it match. Right. And then by then we kind of could start seeing, okay, wh what does the title picture look like? Who's doing what? So like, yeah, that's a good call. I could, that that that's very WWE booking for me. I I think yeah. that's a good call. Yeah, because you got them fifty fifty right now. Yep. And then you you know basically um, you know no contest. Now it's one one and one. There's got to be an ending. I'm getting payback. You cost me the title. Yeah. Yeah yeah, Cody. Why don't you come on down here? 
And, you know, he, I don't think Brock would handcuff him, but somehow it, there ends up being like a, a bull rope or a, you know, cause they talked about the cow or yeah. the, um, no cowboy or whatever. So yeah, that would be, that'd be a good time to stip it up. So last match and we're running out of time. So we'll knock this one out real quick. Cause you know, it's not a big deal anyway. It's just Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns in a tribal yeah, combat all, match. You know, <laughs> just a well, couple first family of all, members having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> What the hell is a tribal combat match? I guess we'll find out going into the show. My assumption is uh, it's going to be a no DQ and then kind of like the Viking Raiders match, they'll have like tribal stuff around. I don't know. <laughs> do they uh, do they bring some of the elders in ringside to judge it? Like, I, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Uh, and I'm, I got to say Roman Reigns wins this, um, but I don't know if he wins it clean. If Jimmy gets involved and attacks Jay... Does Solo get involved and attack Roman, and then he get? I I I don't know how to call this one, man. I I mean I know I obviously Roman Reigns is not going to lose the championship. It's not going to not be the Tribal Chief. I just don't see. I I don't know how this is going to end. So I, I'm definitely curious to get some of your feedback on it. I'm kind of blind on this one. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah. So first, my WWE brain was like, okay. Roman's going to win. Um, like you said, he's got to be the tribal chief. Um, then, you know, how do they get to it? Jimmy comes in, you know, inadvertently super kicks Jay. And um, then Solo spikes Jimmy. Smo- Solo spikes Jay. And then Roman gets the pin. And he's pissed because Solo did stuff. And now that causes a little friction there. Um, then I thought, of like something's going on solo goes to spike roman but misses and hits jay so roman gets the pin and solo's pissed because he was trying to help his brothers um then i was thinking like originally i was thinking so combat rules we're gonna have we're gonna have the 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 samoan lay on like a pole or on a ladder (laughs) and i was like oh please don't um make this a credible battle against you know uh, yep. a couple of members of one of the most historic families in wrestling. Let's not cartoon this up and make it, you know, like when they did that zombie, that zombie oh my gosh, battle yeah. world. So um, I think Roman wins. There is some family chicanery. Um, what I was thinking with the battle, the the tribal battle, there's the elders and there's some kind of scoring system. That's what I was thinking. And, you know, every time they score a point by doing something, um, the other one gets distracted. How could he get a point? This is first one to seven or for the seven sons of the Samoan dynasty or, you know, whatever, however yeah. they want to sell. But, yeah, I, I, I don't. It's, you know, it's going to be a no DQ. There's going to be trash cans and um, kendo sticks or something. Yeah. And uh, Roman gets the win, and it doesn't end the um, it doesn't end the bloodline. There's there it's oh yeah, there's still stuff. There's going to be another layer to it. Uh, an el maybe an elder gets involved. Uh, maybe Rikishi uh, yep. tells maybe Jay, the Rock. Yeah, I've heard the Rock. Uh, the Rock has been uh, rumored to be showing up because Waller yep. has been calling Talking him out. Trash to him. And yeah, and I'm like, wait a minute. They're going to bring The Rock out for SummerSlam, but they didn't bring him out for WrestleMania? Come on now. Yeah. What are you going to do? We'll see, man. So uh, let us know what you guys think in the comments below on Rumble and on YouTube. Let us know. We uh, like to hear back from what everybody thinks. Uh, What do you think is going to happen? What did you think of Raw? And we will do a SummerSlam review next week. Probably after the show. Probably uh, next Tuesday. It'll be kind of like we did a... 
Raw and SummerSlam today. We'll do Raw and Fallout from SummerSlam. And I don't know. We'll figure it out in our in our schedules. But uh, appreciate everybody listening on. We actually ended up going a little over an hour, which I thought we were going to end up being short today. So I always <laughs> love it when we, we get together and start talking wrestling because our brains start yeah. firing off and we start predicting and uh, thinking about stuff. As always, if you want to get in touch with us, follow us on X, is it called now? <laughs> Twitter X, X Twitter, whatever they're calling it now. No Shave Man Cave. We're also on Instagram, TikTok, Threads. Uh, are we on that new one yet? The one uh, blue. We thunder? are waiting for our invite. Blue sky, if you're blue listening, uh, come come check us out. We are ready for your platform. Uh, you know, we're gonna make it bigger than uh, than Rumble, than Twitter, Instagram, and Threads <laughs> all combined. Let's do this. Yeah. So, no shave, man cave. Uh, pretty easy. It spelt as it said. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us uh, by email, it's no shave, man cave at gmail.com. Listen to our audio podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get it. No Shave Man Cave, give us a listen. Uh, if you hadn't had a chance, check us out on Thunder Nights. Thunder Rosa had us on her show last week on uh, Monday. Fantastic show. Had a blast. Uh, go check it out. Drop a comment. Tell her uh, we sent you over there to check it out and see if we can't get on there some more. Appreciate everybody hitting us up. Remember to like, share, subscribe doesn't cost you anything you can always change your mind later but we appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts time for the hot tag and the marine to take us out and feed hey thanks a lot jay tilly good to see you man as always to all of our friends to all of our family to the fam hey thanks for checking us out thanks for all the support keep it coming we love it until next time fam friends take care of yourselves take care of each other and we'll see you on the floor You've been listening to the No Shave Man Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. At No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the floor. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.